Hello and welcome to Fireside Stories. My name is Mac and I'll be your host today. We're excited to bring you a collection of three new stories. So grab your milk and cookies and a seat next to the fire. Here we go. Today's story collection comes from Eggermeyer's Bible Storybook by L.C.E. Eggermeyer. Dorcas is raised from the dead. In the city of Joppa was another company of believers. Among them was a woman named Dorcas who spent all her time caring for the sick, the poor, and the needy. No wonder she was loved dearly. While Peter was in the nearby city of Lydda, Dorcas became ill. She grew worse, and in a short time, she was dead. Her friends were filled with sorrow. How could they get along without her? Lovingly, they washed and dressed her, then laid her in an upper room. When Dorcas's friends heard that Peter was in Lydda, they sent for him to come at once. And Peter did. They took him to the room where they had laid Dorcas's body. Many friends stood around weeping bitterly. Widowed mothers showed the clothes that Dorcas had made for their children. Peter knew what Jesus would have done in a time like this. He knew how Jesus was touched with sorrow of others. After telling everyone to leave the room, Peter knelt and prayed. Then he turned towards the body and said, Dorcas, get up. The woman opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. He gave her his hand and helped her up. Peter called to the believers and widows. How happy they were to see their dear friend alive. News of this miracle spread throughout all Joppa very quickly. Many people came to see and hear Peter, and many believed in the Lord. For a long time, Peter stayed in Joppa at the home of Simon the Tanner. Peter and Cornelius Thirty miles north of Joppa, in the city of Caesarea, lived Cornelius, a captain in the Roman army. Although a Gentile, Cornelius worshipped the true God and taught his household to do the same. Throughout the city, he was known as a man who helped the poor and needy. Every day, Cornelius prayed earnestly to God. One afternoon, while he was praying, an angel came and said, Cornelius. When the captain looked up and saw the angel, he was afraid. What is it, Lord? he asked. The angel said, God has heard your prayers and seen your good works. Now send men to Joppa to the house of Simon the Tanner, who lives by the seaside. Simon Peter is staying there, and he will tell you what to do. As soon as the angel was gone, Cornelius called two of his household servants and one of his soldiers who served the Lord. 
he told them what the angel had said and asked them to go to Joppa to find Simon Peter. The next morning, the three started for Joppa. They neared the city about noon. At this hour, Peter was on the housetop praying. He felt very hungry, but dinner was not yet ready. While he waited, he fell into a strange sleep. In his sleep, Peter saw a great sheet let down from the sky. In it were several kinds of tame and wild animals. As the sheet was lowered, a voice from heaven said, Get up, Peter. Kill and eat. Peter looked at the animals in the sheet. Now the Jews ate only certain kinds of meat. Those that Moses had forbidden them to eat were called common and unclean. When Peter saw such animals in the sheet, he answered, No, Lord, I cannot, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. The voice replied, What God has made clean, do not call common. The sheet was lifted back to heaven and lowered a second time, and a third. Still, Peter refused to touch the animals because he was a Jew. Finally, the sheet disappeared and Peter awoke. What could all this mean? Peter wondered. As he thought about it, the Spirit of God told him, Three men are looking for you. Get up and go to meet them. Do not doubt, but go with them, for I have sent them. When Peter reached the gate, he saw the three men whom Cornelius had sent. He told them, I am the man you are looking for. What do you want? The three told Peter about their master, Cornelius, and how the angel had commanded him to send for Peter. Peter said, Stay with me tonight, and I will go back to Caesarea with you in the morning. The men agreed. Early the next morning, Peter, with six believing Jews and Cornelius' three servants, started for Caesarea. When they reached Cornelius' house, it was full of people waiting to see Peter and hear his word. Never before had Peter gone to the home of a Gentile. Strict Jews refused to be friends with Gentiles, for they knew that this was how idol worship had started among their people in the past. Suddenly, Peter understood his vision on the housetop. Without hesitating, he entered the door to meet the Gentile family who waited so eagerly for his coming. When Cornelius saw Peter, he fell at his feet to worship him. Peter lifted him up and said, Stand on your feet. I am a man like you. The two talked together, and Cornelius led Peter into the crowded room where the relatives and friends were waiting. Peter told them, You know it is against the Jewish law for a Jew to be entertained by people of any other nation. But God has shown me I should not call any man common or unclean. For that reason, I have come to you. Now I see that God accepts any people who fear him and do what is right and good, whatever their nation. 
Soon, Peter was telling Cornelius and his guests about Jesus, who died to save the people from their sins. He explained that whoever believed in the name of Jesus would be saved. As he spoke, God gave the Holy Spirit to these Gentiles who listened. The six men who came with Peter were amazed that God would give the Holy Spirit to Gentiles too. These six had always been strict Jews, even after they believed in Jesus. They thought that salvation was just for the Jews. Now they understood that God intended for people of every nation. Peter asked, Can anyone forbid these Gentiles to be baptized since they have received the Holy Spirit just as we have? And all were baptized as Jesus had commanded. For several days, Peter stayed and taught them. Then he returned to Jerusalem. News about what had happened at Cornelius' house had already reached Jerusalem before Peter and his friends arrived. Some of the believers thought Peter had done wrong by going to a Gentile home. When Peter came, he told them about his vision on the housetop and about Cornelius' servants coming for him. God's Spirit had commanded him to go to Cornelius. There, Peter and his friends had found eager listeners who believed in the true God. Gladly they received Peter's message, and God gave them the Holy Spirit. When the Jerusalem believers heard Peter's story, they rejoiced that God's salvation was for people of every nation. An angel lets Peter out of prison. King Herod wanted to be popular with the Jews, so he made friends with their chief priests and rulers. It did not take him long to find out how much the Jewish rulers hated those who believed that Jesus was the Christ. To please them, Herod began to make trouble for the believers. First, he had James, the brother of John, killed. The chief priests and rulers were so pleased about this that Herod ordered Peter put in prison. The church felt the loss of James very keenly. They could not spare Peter, too. Each day, they met and prayed for his release. But the days passed, and still Peter lay in the dreary prison. Finally, the church met at Mary's home to pray all night. It was midnight, and Peter was fast asleep, chained to two soldiers. Outside the prison door, other soldiers stood on guard. While Peter slept, an angel came and awakened him. The angel said, Get up, quickly. When Peter did this, the chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said, Put on your sandals and dress yourself. Peter obeyed. Before they left the cell, the angel said, Wrap your cloak around you and follow me. Again, Peter obeyed. Out of the cell and past the guards, they walked. When they came to the great iron gate that led to the city, it swung open before them. Out they walked. As they started up the street, the angel disappeared. Peter had thought that he was dreaming, but now he knew that this was real. 
he said. Now I know for sure that the Lord sent his angel to deliver me from Herod and the Jews who wanted to kill me. At once, he hurried to Mary's home where the church was praying. He knocked at the gate and Rhoda called out, Who is it? When she heard Peter's voice, she was so excited that she did not open the gate, but ran to tell the good news. Peter is here! Peter is here! she called out. Those who had been praying did not believe her. They said, You are crazy. When she insisted, they said, It must be his angel. All this time, Peter stood outside the gate knocking. Finally, they went to see for themselves. When they opened the gate, there he stood. They were astonished. Peter entered the room and motioned for them to be quiet while he told them how the Lord had answered their prayer. Peter knew he was not out of danger yet. He bade his friends goodbye and said, Be sure to tell James and the others about this. This James was probably the brother of Jesus. Then Peter went on to another place. At daybreak, there was much excitement at the prison. What had become of Peter? King Herod was very angry that his prisoner had escaped. He questioned the keepers, but they knew nothing. Finally, he commanded that the keepers be put to death. Not long afterwards, Herod died. After his death, the disciples were not persecuted so bitterly in Jerusalem.